Welcome back, everyone, to the Gen X Grown Up Podcast. This is the backtrack edition of our podcast. I am John. Joining us, as always, is Mo. Hey, everybody. And George is here. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. So we have a backlog of things we're going to talk about, uh, but the one that rose to the top for this episode was action figures. Nice. (laughs) And they're not dolls. No. No. They're action figures. No. (laughs) No. They are action They're articulated figures. men. That's right. They're yes. action figures. Totally different. <laughs> uh, I mean, I know what kind of things I collected. So, like, so George, what do you, uh, is there a specific kind of action figure that you collected as a kid? Or, well, you know, how did you play with them? Tell us a little bit about your experience with them. My parents, they didn't buy a lot of action figures for me. So I was kind of dependent upon my neighborhood friends to have action figures. Mm-hmm. I was fortunate that I had all the sports gear. So, you know. Plenty of baseball gloves and bats and footballs and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, what, you but mean, you played outside. Oh, dude, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Until he got his Atari, yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> then it was all indoors from that point forward. I did have a few, and really, some of the first action figures, if you want to call them this, that I remember that I played obsessively with were the Fisher Price figures. Oh yeah, I forgot about those. You get like a Fisher Price ambulance and it would come with an ambulance driver or you would get like this Fisher Price little deep water river rafting thing and it would come with a little adventure guy. Okay, so those Fisher Price, not not the not the round not, not the, the peg round in the, little in the peg hole. hole things. No, oh, no, okay. No. All right, okay. Got no. it, got it, got it. Yep. I remember like and I would go out onto the side yard and I would dig trenches and put the water hose to make the river and and the river guy would get injured so the ambulance would have to come and get him you know just just the imagination that it would (laughs) that it would spark you know i just remember that fondly i guess the other backstories i don't know if this counts as an action figure because it didn't articulate but my friends and i we played with them like crazy were the little green army men no, no. Green Army Men definitely count. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, and those were great. You know, how many did they have? There was probably six to ten different poses that they had of the Army Men. There was the guy hey, on the you radio. Had the, you had the bazooka guy. He was the, the coolest. The bazooka, bazooka guy. Yeah, the guy with the walkie-talkie. Yep. Yeah, who, the guy who's laying down. Right. Oh, and there was the mortar, the mortar team. Oh, oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Guy throwing that's grenade. Right. Yep. Yeah. And then guy with rifle. I had a grandmother who lived in Missouri who I would visit my dad's mother. Before I was old enough to know her name, I knew we were going to visit Grandma with the Green Army men because she had a big <laughs> bag of them hanging on her laundry door. And whoever, whatever kid was visiting, you got to play with the Army men. That's pretty cool. <laughs> my first action figures, I mean, I guess... But the actual term it had to be the big G.I. Joes, you know, uh-huh. the 12 inch, whatever they were at the time. Sure. Um, yeah. And those like, you know, with the beards that would come off and be kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were like sprayed on like Chia Pet beard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like some sort of weird felty thing. Yeah. But that was and that was mostly because of uh, well, my grandmother. She always had to like struggle to figure out what to get us for Christmas that she knew he'd like. So I got a lot of G.I. Joe's. <laughs> so that was like her go-to gift, which was fine That's for me. Not a bad gift to get. No, no, not at all. Wow. But we never really got too many of the accessories. We had the figures, but not like the Jeeps and the command centers all and right. all that kind of stuff. Just had the guys. Just got the guys. <laughs> well, that stuff was kind of an investment for parents too back then. The giant yeah, play yeah. sets and everything. They kind of were. Ah, he will beat them every time. No, he won't. Maskatron will be back in another disguise. Maskatron, new from Kenner. Six million dollar man sold separately. 
I'll tell you the ones that I had the most of and that I enjoyed the most absolutely were uh, my $6 million man action figures. <laughs> oh. I had one of those. You have to look through the head to see through the eye? Yeah, So, and it's more than just Steve Austin. Uh, and I'm starting to reacquire some of these toys that I had as a kid because they're all gone now. Uh, I have a new Steve Austin. Not a new one. I have a Steve Austin that I, I need to restore. The Steve Austin, he had this uh, the skin you could roll up on oh, his arm yes. to expose some That's right. That's right. He, he had the one eye you could look yep, through, right. and it, it was like a fisheye lens. He had the button on his back he could use to lift up his arm. Yep. You know, Of course, when you push that button, you have to go... <laughs> you have to make the noise. Right. Uh, but it wasn't just Steve Austin. I had Bionic Woman... I had Oscar Goldman and his incredible exploding briefcase. Wow. <laughs> Oscar. I had Maskatron. What? I had... Wait, yeah, they made yeah. Was it, figure? Wasn't that the one that could make himself look like Steve Austin or something? That's right. He, you opened up his back and he had a Oscar Goldman face and a Steve Austin face. <laughs> he also had a, he had a generic guy face or he just had robot face. If you took his faces off, he had a robot head. I'd but never, he was a robot. I've never seen that one. That's cool. Oh, Maskatron is, and he had some different like robot arms you could replace for his regular like fleshy arms. And the thing I remember like is is that Steve Austin, Oscar Goldman, all of them, they had real socks, like the GI Joes. Right. Yeah. And I had all the accessories too. You said you didn't get to have those, but I had the the rocket and the lab that you folded out with the X ray, and I had the backpack that was a radio. I made my own little episodes of the Six Million Dollar Man <laughs> with my action figures. That was the best imagination exercise that I ever had. And yeah. so I'm slowly trying to reaccrue them just because just how fondly I remember playing with those specific little toys. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it brings me back to like the, like he's talking about the army men. Um, you know, I grew up in New York, but the thing is like, you know, I take like the blankets and I wrinkle them all up and those would be like the hills and stuff. And you would place your men in strategic. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like you, I mean, but that's what you did back then, right? That's what that's. You're making terrain for the army men. Exactly. Right? Yeah, that's, that's terrain. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just flat. Who fights on flat ground? We've kind of danced around about it, but I'm assuming we're going to talk about the entire pantheon, the biggest part of action figures from our generation has to be the Star Wars line. Hmm. You know, so like you said, you know, George, you uh, you had all the football gear and you relied on your friends for those. I never collected the Star Wars action figures, but I didn't have to because all my neighbors had Star Wars action figures and I played with all of them, Right. but I never collected them a lot. Did you? I had like probably 10 or 15 of them. Okay. You know, not the entire set, obviously, but you know, the one thing that I remember the most about having the Star Wars action figures, it wasn't the figure so much, although that part was cool. Don't get me wrong. Having the container to keep them in. Having the little... Like the, the Darth Vader head? The, either the Darth Vader head or the lunchbox-style boxes that had the yeah. pre-built slots that were just the right size for the action figures. Sure, you know? yeah. Those, <laughs> that was the cool thing. If you had the right container, you were it on the playground. I had a neighbor across the street. He was that lucky son of a bitch. His parents were divorced <laughs> and fighting for his affections. Oh, so he got doubles. He had every ship and every oh, robot man. and giant. He probably had a Millennium and Falcon, the Falcon and the slave one. Anything yep. that came out, he man. had so much crap in his room. And it was obscene. You know, and it wasn't even like Christmas and birthdays. I would go over to visit him and I'm, you know, he's putting together a freaking ad ad. I'm like, where'd you get that? He's like, oh, my dad stopped by. Wow. Like, my dad stopped shirk. by. You know, my dad stopped oh, by too, but God. it was to whip me usually. It wasn't to give me a Star Wars action figure. <laughs> 
anyway, it uh, it worked out good for his collection. I don't know how it worked out for him emotionally, <laughs> but he had a lot of Star Wars shit. You know, one thing I remember about the the GI Joe accessories, like the the car, the spaceship, all that stuff. I guess looking at it back now, you knew like whoever was designing those things, they said, okay, if we actually make this a scale to these big GI Joes, this thing's going to be like four feet tall. Right. So, yep. how small can we make it? That the thing will barely fit in there, <laughs> and, and they could just basically suspend belief and believe that it, there's plenty of room. It couldn't have been comfortable for Joe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like somebody had to get like it had to be just small enough. You know. Get it, Torn. The T-Man gone. The magic of Orko will be mine. Prince Adam, we gotta get out of here now. Skeletor, Orko, Prince Adam, and He-Man figures each soul separately. Help. I had a best friend growing up who collected Masters of the Universe figures. Oh, and there my were God. A ton oh, I of had those. those. He yes. I there had a Castle ton of those. Skull. So I, I never collected them. My buddy never collected them, but his little brother, who was really too young for them, he loved them. Oh, so you had to play with them. He, yeah. So he had this deal with uh, his mom, and he was, I don't know, he was five or something. Every time he went to the store, he could get a man. Really? That was the wow. generic term for a Masters of the Universe figure was a man. <laughs> wow. So I'd be I'd be going to the store like all the freaking time. Yeah, so it's time right? to go to the grocery or whatever, and he would say, Mom, could I get a man? <laughs> <laughs> and so every time they came back, he had another one. And let me tell you, they never ran out. They made so many different ones of those. There were they had ton. the one that you could smell. It was like a skunk or something, and it smelled bad. They had the... The one to change color in the water. They had, and he had all of them. He had a bucket, like one of those big laundry tubs, full of these Master of the Universe figures. Here's a question for everybody. Okay. What's the worst thing you've ever done to an action figure? Oh. I thought this hmm. was... Uh, I didn't think this was an X-rated podcast. <laughs> okay, if you went there, we could skip okay. it. <laughs> all right. George, what's the second worst thing you've ever <laughs> exactly. done to an action figure? What's the figure? second worst thing you ever did? <laughs> oh, man. I... I guess it was melting the green army men was probably the meanest thing I ever did. What'd you melt them with? Magnifying glass or mesh? No, no. Dad's lighter that I would steal. (laughs) Oh, okay. No wonder you got whipped. Yeah, Yeah, really. He didn't need the lighter. He was just using it for cigarettes. I had stuff to do. (laughs) I had army men to melt. That's right. (laughs) Oh, what's the worst thing I ever did to an action figure? Well, that's it. Why are you thinking about it? Yeah, go ahead. The worst thing we ever did. Me and my brothers had this great idea that we could take a G.I. Joe, make a parachute for it, and throw it out our eight-story window. How'd that go? Not well for the G.I. Joe, apparently. <laughs> or, or very fast, either way. No, the parachute just told, was a total failure. We really should have tested it first. <laughs> <laughs> with, with something that wasn't a G.I. Joe. Yeah. And of course, we picked one of the ones we really liked. Too. Try it with one of mom's expensive vases or something you don't care about. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so remember, like, you know, one brother was down there already like waiting to like catch this gently floating G.I. Joe. And we threw it out the window, and that was all, yeah. It wasn't a good idea. (laughs) So I think the worst thing I've ever done to an action figure is actually it's unintentionally a bad thing. So remember how we talked about how I used to keep a box of Atari CX-40 joystick parts to rebuild those? Uh Right, yeah. I had three or four different $6 million man figures because I kept breaking them. Not violently or melting them with those. I I played with them so much that they would break because the articulation wasn't like ball and socket. They had really narrow range of motion and they would break sometimes. (laughs) They they weren't the high quality. What's the worst thing? Really, it's like the worst looking thing. I had a little shoebox of... $6 $6 million man pieces and it looked really <laughs> gruesome. 
if, if a new six million dollar man came into my house and he saw that box, he would not be very optimistic about his chances. Kinda but in like reality, what it was, Toy was, Story, right? Yeah, I had the box because I was trying to fix them, but I never threw away the parts, the broken, mangled arms, and the snapped heads, you and never the, knew, right? the rubber bands. And I had all the pieces to put them back together, but I couldn't. But I couldn't part with them either. So I had this this gruesome bucket of mangled parts of the six million dollar man that I would keep adding to as I broke other ones. I, I can see like wow. the child psychologist visiting your house being like, uh, Ms. Reddick, we, <laughs> like, we have to talk hmm. about your son here. <laughs> so there's this new medication out on the market. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> cool. So we talked about action figures, you know, of the past. Has anybody continued to collect action figures? That's a good question. I don't... Yeah, I was just trying to think of, like, are there any... Not really, as far as collecting today. I'll tell you that in the 90s, I collected a metric shit ton of Star Trek action figures. Well, that's what I was wondering (laughs) about, because I know you had a giant collection of those. I did, and they're in my attic, in tubs. But you (laughs) never took them off the cards, if I remember right. You always kept them in the packaging. I kept them on the card, uh, hung them on the wall, my apartment in... uh, in college, I had a wall completely covered with on-the-card Star Trek action figures. I did, yeah. <laughs> That's a girl magnet right there. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I found a couple of action figures from a movie that I really enjoy. I was debating whether or not to open up the boxes for collectability purposes and everything. Mm-hmm. And I finally just, earlier this year, I just said, you know, to heck with it. I can't enjoy these things if I can't have them I want to play out with of them. the box. Yeah. Yeah, so good for you. These are the two least action characters of action figures you might have Jay ever... Jay and Silent Bob. Yes, they are. <laughs> that was my guess. <laughs> yep. I know you're a fan. Yep. Yep. Got it. So <laughs> That gave it away. <laughs> no, and I'm just thinking of like, you know, I'm trying to think of the last time I saw kids playing with like action figures. Well, on their phones. <laughs> yeah, on their phones. It's right. funny. Like this Minecraft and everything else, right? The last age is like kindergarten, first graders. After that, they don't really seem to play with them that much anymore. Yeah, it's a lost art form. Yep. Yep. Things are in my day. In my we day. Play. <laughs> Back in the day, we didn't have figures. Our figures That's didn't right. move. You know what? <laughs> they can't take that away from me. I still enjoyed my action figures. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, not dolls. No, they're not dolls. Not dolls. They're action not figures. Not dolls. Yes, not at all. Get G.I. Joe and get G.I. Joe equipment so you can set up exciting battle action whenever you want. Remember, only G.I. Joe is G.I. Joe. All right, so we talked about a lot of different action figures. I'm not sure how many links we can throw in, but if we find any links to those action figures, we'll be sure to put them in the show notes down below so you guys can click away. Hey, and don't forget to subscribe to us on however you listen to your podcast, whether it's through Pocket Cast, Stitcher, or iTunes. That's right. And speaking of iTunes, uh, next time you crank iTunes open, jump over to the podcast section. We'd really appreciate if you would give us five stars. Or yes. however many you think we deserve. Probably five. I think five. And, and give us a review, because yeah. the more reviews we have, it kind of elevates us up in the search field. Uh, the other thing that would be great we'd ask you to do is if you enjoy listening to our podcast, tell a friend who doesn't know about it, or maybe doesn't even know about podcasts. Tell them, hey, there are these nerds that talk about nerdy stuff. Maybe you'd like it. If you tell one friend, that adds one more person that listens, and we're all about wanting to reach other like-minded people. You know what? Actually, I'd be okay if they told an enemy. That'd be fine, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I would really be interested in hearing what some of our fans and listeners think. So if they have a subject, an idea that they would like us to talk about for some of these backtracks, they can reach out to us via email at podcast at genxgrownup.com. 
Hey, and don't forget to visit us on YouTube or on our website, which is genxgrownup.com. Will do. All right. Guys, thanks for getting together to talk about action figures. Woo. I had a lot of fun. Yay. That was great. All right, guys. So uh, there will be a new podcast next week. And in two weeks, another backtrack. Yes. So until we talk to you next time, bye-bye for now. See you guys later. Take care, everybody. I'm Allison Holland, host of the Kennedy Dynasty podcast. Equipped with a microphone and a long-term fascination of the Kennedy family, I am joined by an incredible cast of experts, friends, and guests to take you on a fun, relaxed, yet informative journey through history and pop culture. From book references to fashion to philanthropy to our modern expectations of the presidency itself, you'll see that there is so much more to Kennedy than just JFK or conspiracy theories. Join me for the Kennedy Dynasty podcast.